3: We are live from
0: Hollywood,
3: California <laughs> We don't have that, speaking of being like general and casual, I don't, we don't have any prepared opening, do we? We do not What is this,
0: Adam? <laughs> this is One Upsmanship, our video game podcast Urgh, Yeah, Where we destroy
4: each other
0: <laughs> Right, I think of myself as captaining a ship and shooting at you, right?
3: Oh, yeah it's, yeah, it's Assassin's Creed 4 We're right. trying to, yeah, exactly Or it's upcoming pirate one.
0: Sea of Thieves That new Xbox game is supposed to be pretty slick
3: That sounds like a really good Kevin Costner reboot Like, <laughs> he's coming back,
0: baby Well, he said the phrase, really good Kevin Costner And I was out immediately <laughs> you like, uh, oxymoron <laughs> Yeah, did not, did not buy that Anyway, this is One Upsmanship, the uh, video game podcast for small beans. Uh Yeah, and uh, I am Adam Ganser.
3: I am Michael Swaim.
0: And we are your two uh, gamers ready to to argue and yell and uh, rate games. That's
3: right. Player one and player two respectively. Although, as we did since childhood, we will be fighting over the controller. So episode to episode, we'll be switching who's player one. It would fair. Give, I think it would give in a debate style show. It's an unfair, you
0: know, psychological advantage to be player one. <laughs> That's true. How many times did you have to like sit around and watch your sibling play a video game?
3: Never because I was the older sibling. Oh, and I'm sorry, David. My younger brother was like, we were cruel to him and would not allow him yeah. and say like, <laughs> we'll be your best friend or personal slave for a day and let you play Sonic. If you bring us that ice cream and then he'd bring us the ice cream. And my buddy Griffin guy would go like, we're older than you. That's how life works, yeah. man. You got to look out for liars. You got to get it in
0: writing, bro. Did you, you get it, it in like, writing?
3: <laughs> liars and Charlottes, You should have brought half the ice cream up front, just some ice. <laughs> and then say, you get the cream, you know, once I'm in
0: marble zone. You know? Yeah. You got to put it down a deposit. You don't give them the whole amount, man. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> uh. I could talk about fighting over the Sonic controller for ages. Yes, but that's not why we're here.
0: Well, it's partly why we're here,
3: but in fact, quite the opposite. Because today today we're going to be covering Mario Odyssey.
0: (laughs) Yes, Super Mario Odyssey, which came out on October 27th of 2017. Mm -hmm. uh, It's essentially the second major release for the Nintendo Switch. Like they've had releases like they 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 ported uh, Mario Kart 8, and they've done some other things, but. Essentially they've released The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and now Super Mario Odyssey and that's kind of their launch catalog. Sure. All right, uh, but let's
3: not put the downloadable horse blanket on the horse just yet. Fair enough. I think what you're hinting at is our very first checkpoint. The speed run. We are. That's right. Let so, me do the speed run. Can yeah, I do it? Okay, great. Absolutely. So, okay, so that makes me player one for the hot takes. Yes, sir. Time, right. All right. So this is uh, our segments are called checkpoints because we're adorable. Um, <laughs> we've saved our progress at this point, even if a fireball happens to obliterate our faces. Uh, we'll just go back to this point, and this point is the speed run, where in case you've been living under a rock and are not familiar with Mario... <laughs>
0: yeah, he's back.
3: Adam's going to quickly explain that crazy trailer you saw with the dinosaur and what Mario Odyssey's all about.
0: I'm so glad you, re- you, you referenced that. So uh, I think most of us knew, if you're into video games, you knew that Super Mario Odyssey was coming out this year. Uh, this is basically a sequel to super mario sunshine and super mario 64 it's the first open world 3d mario game since super mario sunshine which is like 15 years ago
3: i do not acknowledge sunshine's existence personally fair enough (laughs) i didn't like i didn't like
0: the speaking water spigot either i didn't like him uh anyway but it's it's very spigoted of you (laughs) yes it's it's uh it's definitely in spirit and in fact sort of a sequel to those games it's not part of the galaxy uh, branch of the Nintendo tree, if you will. Um,
3: yeah, I was surprised it doesn't involve floating to different planets, also because they <laughs> seemed to really
0: like no. that last time. Yeah. You do travel to a different planet, right? Uh, but you're not
3: control the gravity. Play is not yes. a thing. Yeah.
0: Yes, and I would call this a proud return to form for for Mario. Right. This is definitely uh like like gets right at what you love about Mario games. Anyway, it's a 3D platforming game. I'm sure you know this if you've ever played or seen a Mario game since 1996. Uh, you're chasing after Bowser, who once again has forcibly kidnapped Princess Peach and is slowly collecting the items necessary for a wedding, uh, which is to take place on the moon, it turns out. (laughs) Uh, and you're Mario just, you know, wandering through worlds, trying to stop it. It's your standard plumber tries to
3: foil moon rape wedding (laughs) story. (laughs) You've all seen one before. You know, (laughs) dinosaur kidnaps woman to the moon. Who are you going to call? plumber yeah that's right <laughs> i just realized whoever's doing the speed run probably shouldn't be interrupted so i'm sorry it's fine it's like we're not in that the meat of the thing yet but no um my point being if you interrupt me next episode so, <laughs> so help so me. that's right
0: uh this is i i think the only other thing there is to say that's sort of a preface for this game is that you know, it, there's like 15 worlds. Uh, they all vary. Like it's a lot of a lot of rehashing of characters you've seen from all the different Mario's. There's even some 2D platforming elements to this mm-hmm. game, which is like sort of flashback to the very first Mario. And it even references the original Donkey Kong um, in it, which is interesting. In
3: what? In Metro Kingdom.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's okay. a there's a Donkey Kong reference. Uh, so, in fact, several of them.
3: Well, and some of the costumes. I think you can get Diddy yeah. Kong's hat.
0: Yes. so this is very much like uh, sort of a greatest hits of 3D Mario, uh, and it was released in October, like I said, and uh, it's been received with much acclaim. I think it's like one of the top five most highly rated games by critics ever. Like it's like a 97 out of 100 on Metacritic. Mm -hmm. Crazy high. Like It's it's, uh, people are really loving it. It's a game of the year candidate. And I got to ask, how far along in it are you, Mike?
3: Uh, I'm well past the plot being over. But I'm not. I, I don't have like a full run yet. I think yeah. I have like three hundred eighty moons or four hundred ten moons. I've already
0: opened all the silver cubes that we'll talk about. Yes. Um, the what about cubes. you? I am at eight hundred and seventy. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I've really played the shit out of this game. How many are there? There are eight hundred and eighty-eight. I want to say it is. Okay. But you can buy you can buy moons to like get to the next like.
3: I was wondering: Are the moons that you buy in the shops? This should really be in the next segment, but yeah. can you buy them infinitely?
0: So is there an arbitrary
3: number of moons? Because you could always buy moons. There more.
0: are a certain, there's 880 something that are required moons to be 100%. Okay. And then you just buy moons forever. I see. If you're one of those guys. Like the
3: Star Wars universe. Right, There exactly. is an arbitrary number of moons. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. And that's time. Yeah. That was kind of, we'll tighten up speed run and get speedier.
0: I, I think wouldn't it post it on YouTube. I wouldn't post that run on YouTube.
3: No, yeah. yeah. I definitely can't contend with the Mario 3 run where the guy never touches the ground. So many one-ups. And has 99 lives yeah. within three minutes yeah love that guy yeah national treasure uh okay so that brings us past that checkpoint and into what i'm going to describe as a lava world i think is probable clearly because um, it's the land of hot takes and descent <laughs> spewing up in a rhythmic pattern that you eventually can hop over if you're just like oh every two seconds a hot take pops up. <laughs> it's just four fireballs I'll in a just, line. I have
0: to jump over it. I'm That's just wait
3: and then I'll jump over. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm player one this week cause you did the speed run. Yeah. So I get to basically download my opinion first enough, enough with the video game metaphors. Um, I will say what I think, spoiler alert, I'm going to end up saying about a lot of Nintendo games, and this is going to be the main bone of contention, I'm sure, as the series progresses, is I will come out hard and strong with a negative Mm. that is going to apply to almost every Nintendo game. And then I'll explain how much I liked it, because I think Nintendo makes toys for children. And I am in touch with my childlike self, but uh, I do feel that there's this toy aspect of every Nintendo game where not only is the story not sufficient, the story is non-existent. Yeah. And not the point. And I'm sure that will be your counter argument. Um, But I guess, so I'm just saying, if you like toys, if you're like a child and you like to play with toys, (laughs) it's fun. But if you're looking for a narrative experience, there's nothing there. There's nothing there still. And I don't understand as the franchise progresses how no one there has any interest in world building or create. Even the fucking Mortal Kombat franchise, which was made by throwing darts at a dartboard and being like, I don't know, a shadow guy with your name backwards. (laughs) And then by game eight, they're like... Okay, we got to explain this. There's a series of movies that will explain how he became a shadow man. <laughs> Sub-Zero has his own platformer game to yes. like figure all that out. Um,
0: Didn't care for that.
3: Fine. Narratives can be shitty, but I guess there is something innately sterile and hollow to me about the game and about Breath of the Wild. Oh, um, we'll talk about that. Where it's just like... Doing things for doing things sake, which is all any video games are, but try a little harder to make me not realize that as I'm doing it. Uh, That's a good hot take. I like that. Other than that, as far as mechanics, and I'm sure you'll talk about this more, um, it's flawless. And Nintendo knows exactly what they're doing, and they just do it perfectly now.
0: (laughs) Okay, and for my rant, I wanted to talk about how this game was my favorite emotional moment of the year uh specifically i know it's crazy specifically when i saw that e3 trailer uh i've always been sort of a nintendo nintendo fanboy i'm not obsessed with it i haven't had a video game console that was nintendo since you are wearing two power gloves at the recording (laughs) session and yet it doesn't stop you from interrupting (laughs) me Uh, (laughs) i i uh I haven't owned a Nintendo console since the GameCube, but I root for Nintendo, and I thought that the E3 trailer for Super Mario Odyssey was such a strong outing, where Nintendo felt very confident about the product they had, and I really liked that, and playing this game, it felt very much like, we know exactly what makes Mario good. We know exactly what makes it good, and they do. Every single world was great. Uh, There wasn't a moment in it where it was dumb. Sometimes it was hard, especially as the game went on. After you've beaten the story, it got harder because uh, I think that was a, an objection I had at first. Was like, this game isn't really hard enough. It's like easy to find moons anywhere. Uh, well, the last like you know four hundred of those moons are pretty challenging to get. Some of them, um, you know, I just think there's something innately fun and unchallenged about uh, Mario running through all these environments, doing all these different kinds of jumps he has, and uh, being allowed to do that with more freedom, more expansively, being able to possess new characters, just all the things that Mario gets to do, uh, all of them were fun. None of them fell out of character. Uh, and I think that alone, given how old and and, uh, and retro this franchise really is, is a real triumph for Nintendo. I really think that. I think that being able to accomplish a new fun version of Mario and adding new mechanics that aren't lame, like that stupid water fucking spigot, uh is a real great moment for them and it might win game of the year and i'm and i'm happy if it does
4: game on <laughs> i know you're gonna disagree with all this of that. is
3: our next checkpoint this is our, our segment called game on game on yeah. i was seething i <laughs> so knew you at, were mad at a, well at a couple of the things i would argue so game on is where we just have at it this is the
0: bulk of the podcast so buckle the fuck in i wanted to give you i wanted to concede a point to you right away you ready uh-huh, for this sure this story was the worst story in a mario game how can you even compare them as if they're differentiable I agree that this was definitely playing on the tropes, but here is my problem with it. The problem is that they kidnap Peach, right? Like mm-hmm. Bowser kidnaps Peach and Just spoiler alert for those of you who haven't played the game and want to save the plot somehow for yourselves. So Get a life. (laughs) So there's a cool moment where Mario ends up having to take over Bowser, like possess Bowser. Right. Which is, I thought, a super cool idea and it was really fun. But the way that the romantic triangle of it resolves is Princess Peach being fed up with Mario and Bowser who are both kind of into her. And then just sort of going on this like journey by yourself around all the kingdoms. Like, that's the last narrative of it. And to me, it's like, oh, so wait, the whole thing has always been pointless? Like, Mario Mario's always been chasing a woman who wasn't into him? That's weird. I think that's a problem for this series, you know? Wait, you said it was your favorite story,
3: and now no, you're no, saying it my, it's a no, problem?
0: No, no. no, I think it's a problem. Oh, I think you think it's think the it's worst the story? Yes. Really? Yes, I do.
3: So you like. It's important to you. It's foundational to your enjoyment of the franchise that the dinosaur monster does, like, get the woman.
0: I mean, it's really hard to 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 parse what reality if, in this I'm game just saying, what if
3: the plot had been about a plumber who goes through pipes and has to stop a dolphin man from eating his cake? Like, it wouldn't... Doesn't it, it wouldn't not matter at all? It's the, the same game. That's my whole problem with it as a whole. And I feel like there's the same thing in Breath of the Wild... They are like 10 years behind as far as being progressive goes. But in the latest narratively, round, narratively, narratively, narratively yeah. in the latest round, they're finally realizing like, we have a lot of damsel in distress stories and people yes. are starting to just think that that's inherently sexist. Sure. Because of just the structural history of that. I agree. And I think that it's so hilarious that instead of how about we reformulate the entire plot from scratch? Cause there's only two elements that it doesn't fucking matter. They're like, uh, Okay, but we can't lose that it's about a plumber saving a woman from a dinosaur monster. <laughs> How will people know what it is? Let's just make the woman at the end be like, "Girl power! I don't need you. I'm going off on Peach's Odyssey." But they're not gonna make a game Peach's Odyssey, like they're not gonna do anything surprisingly progressive. They won't. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: surprisingly, they won't make that game. I, I, I agree with you, and see, to me, the problem is that when you change the canon of this damsel in distress story, what to me it adds another layer of sexism right it, it, or it exposes the sexism sort of more obviously it
3: draws attention to it yeah it's like now, saying we were aware it was sexist and we put a band-aid on it so look at it
0: yeah now look at how <laughs> sexist it is cuz mario apparently has never asked princess if she was into it at <laughs> yeah. no point in time did he ever like go hey princess is it, like you want me to save you right like that's what you want i would still uh, want to be
3: saved from a dinosaur monster even if i wasn't romantically interested in the savior right yeah i mean that's I, I mean i'm sure problems. she's still like I am objectively glad to
0: not be on the ship of a dinosaur monster. Anymore. She seems to go along with this. I, I, I just want to say, and I don't mean to be the worst guy in the world. But, <laughs> but she like, as soon as she like rejects Bowser, like as soon as she does that, he's like heartbroken. That's like in this game. And it makes he's you really really wonder, has
3: she this whole time not said, by yeah. the way, no? <laughs> yeah. Right. has
0: she just like, well, let's see how this plays out? Is that what this is about? Maybe
3: we're the monster because I assumed just because he's a dinosaur that she he's really aggressive it. and it's non consensual. But maybe this is the first he's hearing that she's not <laughs> into it. Maybe she's never communicated clearly with either
0: of them what her intentions right. are.
3: Right. And as soon as she does, Bowser's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you liked that I raised all this money and <laughs> yeah. bought these airships. Uh, Uh, but uh, you also referenced characters and saying that Mario is able to possess other characters and that like built out the world I I made it fun to defend that they're even characters there are no characters in a Mario game and that's why it feels so sterile just in the same way that in a Zelda game everyone only says one thing everyone feels like a doll with a pull string whereas I like a game like Skyrim better where people at least say 20 things. It's more effort into believing that this is a real world. And I know you're like, well, I'm not trying to believe that this plumber in Dinosaur Land is real. Not at all. Not even for a minute. But there's so many fantastical, you just pitched a great idea of yours to me before the recording that is technologically impossible like it's fanciful it's not going to happen but i sure as shit bet that you're going to try to imbue it with real seeming characters that resonate in a real way that make us want to believe that this world is real for the time that we're watching it nintendo games have no suspension of disbelief to the point that there is an elaborate conspiracy that is largely corroborated by nintendo that all their games take place in just like a kid's bedroom or on a play. Are there like
0: a play? Oh, I don't think they're even bothering to deny that. Yeah, they, they no, they accept no. it
3: now. They say like, yeah, that Mario yeah. 3 intro sequence is revealing that all these characters clock out and are like... Hey, see you all, Luigi. Okay, tomorrow at eight, we're going to we we're gonna, right, we're gonna right. do Smash Brothers again.
0: Right. They're like that one Warner Brothers cartoon with that sheepdog and Wile E. Coyote, if you remember well, that. Well, that's one. why in Smash yeah. Brothers,
3: it's a gloved hand as the boss. It's because it's Mario playing with his toys in his room, mm-hmm. just playing with his action figures. And I find that insulting and stupid. Is the I gloves don't... that bother you? Is it wearing the gloves? It's that I don't want to play a simulation of a yeah. child's toy, I want it to pretend that it's. That it's for a brain at my level of development.
0: I understand. Okay, so I'm going to say this. Uh, I am older than you. And uh, I think that has something to do with why I liked this more than you did. Because I'm like right in the target zone age wise for the nostalgia that this game is peddling. Like, this game, like, Super Mario Odyssey is a nostalgia track. Like, for sure. I'm talking about it references Donkey Kong and the first woman that he was ever saving, which was Pauline. That's why she's a character in this game. Uh, it's the 2D stuff was cool. Like you get 8-bit versions of all the themes. And the 2D stuff.
3: stuff is amazing. Yeah, uh, everyone I think agrees
0: across the board. It's I mean, a great addition. but let's be honest. Just the 3D worlds themselves are amazing, and playing as Mario is yeah. fun. Like narrative stuff aside. Like when do you not have fun playing this game? It's fun every second. It's I super would
3: say fun. there is a steep curve, like you said. I'm yeah. at the point where I'm finding. Diminishing returns as far as like finding my 451st moon takes so long, it's not that fun anymore. I don't think I'll go much further.
0: There's, I I think the game was designed in such a way that there's people who are going to complete it, and then most of us, you play it until you're actually tired of it. Yeah. I think that's how this game was intentionally designed. Like a toy. Yeah. That's true.
3: But rather than curating a structured experience that has an ending where you end the game and you go, wow. Yeah. And that's what I. Anyway, I'm being too hard because you're right. Everything about it's super fun. Um, And the place where it does challenge your mind. And again, this is like this Neo generation of Nintendo. I think this is like the culture there right now, at least for the Switch generation of games, Uh is Breath of the Wild's the same. Big open world, a lot of varied terrain. And then the core gameplay is littler spaces that are a puzzle game. Yes, And it's like... I feel like playing every Nintendo game now is like doing a book of Sudoku puzzles. Like, okay, next little area. What's the puzzle? Well, it's obviously a lever-based thing. Oh, I put that there. Okay, next little thing.
0: All of that is correct. Like, seriously, every single bit of that is true. It's it's all puzzle stuff. I said
3: that like it's bad with my tone of voice, but I'm not saying it's bad necessarily. No, it's
0: great. I'm just saying that's what they do now. Because I'm a person that plays a lot of first-person shooters. I know you are too, but like, I play a lot of first-person shooters. Uh, And... For some reason, these weird games that Nintendo makes still work on me. And I don't know if it's because I was trained when I was five and got my first Nintendo. uh, And so it just sort of switches back on and like, oh, shit, here it is. We're doing it again. Um, Or if it's because these games are the best games ever made. I don't know. But they they work. They're super fun. I'll put hours and hours and hours into it. Did you like Star Wars Episode Seven? I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was a good story. Do you so but for a game but in movies I expect a story. Primarily. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Do
3: you have lower standards for innovation in in games than you do in
0: film? I think I have to Originality. if I if I'm going to say which I might say that Super Mario Odyssey is in the top 3 or 4 Mario games ever made, which I think I could argue that. Mm-hmm. Um then I I think you I have to, right? I have to have less like lower standards for innovation because this game doesn't really do anything new. It's just a really perfect version of everything you've always enjoyed about it's Mario. Star
3: Wars Episode 7.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, <laughs> it's better. It's made better and it's uh yeah. it, it's more honed and perfected, you know, whereas I don't think 7 was better than And four. that is
3: the it feels like Nintendo games have become this distilled perfected confidence of like here is your Nintendo
0: game. Yes. We know exactly. We know exactly what what you want. want. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know if they're like magic toy makers or like evil scientists, you know, like, or somewhere between them. Santa's elves all (laughs) defected. It really feels like that. Um, Here's some things that I thought were cool and different about this game compared to other Mario games, even though I'm not going to call them innovations. One, I like the idea that Mario ever interacts with a human being that's not princess.
3: Well, you mean the metro people that yeah, look that like was normal humans? It was funny. It that, was bizarre, yeah. It
0: was funny that Nintendo's version of New York is basically all zoot suits mm-hmm. and like, like bands that are in zoot suits yeah, and stuff. Yeah. In uh, a very
3: uncongested, open city that's yeah. like pleasant to navigate yeah. via Vespa.
0: But you know what? It was weird because when you're playing it, you're like, this totally feels right, it doesn't feel stupid. Cause that's that was my fear when I first. Oh, saw Oh yeah, the, I'm always know.
3: grabbing uh, flagpoles when I'm New York in New York right. and using them to spring up the sides of buildings. Of I don't course. know. If Very it's beca- authentic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's because Mario has no rules or if it's because they don't release a Mario game without like some person like meticulously crafting it, but they took some risks with where they sent Mario this time and the things they included and they all worked The for worlds
3: me. were very innovative. Yeah. I thought the variety of worlds and some of the worlds were visually breathtaking, which is quite a triumph for a Nintendo game because they're yeah. always lagging behind on the hardware. Intentionally. But like that beach level where you kill that squid who's stealing good. the champagne or whatever, yeah. it's pretty to look yeah. at.
0: Yeah. The, yeah, the seaside kingdom. Seaside kingdom, is. that's yeah. it.
3: Yeah, all the different kingdoms... It was nice that they didn't just go
0: ice, lava, forest, you know, like you'd expect. In fact, the ones that were the ones I expected were the worst ones. Like both of the both the lake kingdom and the snow kingdom. Yeah. Didn't care.
3: Loved the dark woods kingdom. though. Yep. Like where you lost start in forest. the darkness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah that one, or lost kingdom. That one was great. With yeah. the weird, with the wigglers who hadn't been in a game since I think Super Mario World. Oh, I don't remember. They're in they Super Mario. Pre- World. Okay. Yeah.
3: Did you Did you ever pull up a? I don't think we ever pull up a turnip in
0: Odyssey. You would pull up a turnip in Super Mario Two.
3: No, I know. I'm saying, did they do that? That's a favorite reference uh, of everyone. You
0: pull up turnips and throw them in the stew pot in the Luncheon. There kingdom. There
3: you go. Yeah, that probably that's the yeah. reference there. Yeah. I didn't
0: care for the Luncheon Kingdom.
3: Oh, I really enjoyed the Luncheon Kingdom because I really liked being a fireball uh yeah. yeah so of course i did too i like that the part. core mechanic is smart but i guess that might be what i resent is that there's no rules to mario game maybe so it makes me be like oh mario's nothing then in the mm. same way that sonic lost a lot of its appeal to me when they're like Sono- sonic also races cars and here's a sonic game where he hang glides with his friend knuckles and i'm like they're not friends <laughs> knuckles is trying to steal the chaos emeralds what the fuck um
0: You know what? I just realized Sonic does have slightly more realistic emotional stakes. Absolutely. It does have more stakes. I I will give you that.
3: And the plot of the world is simple but cohesive. Yeah. I can explain to you what's happening in Sonic and it right. doesn't sound like I'm having a stroke. Like, right, where's Mario? Well, what's he went through a here? pipe and the mushrooms make him big. <laughs> and I got it. Uh, I smell toast. <laughs>
0: I think they abandoned uh, yeah. the formal versions of storytelling years ago. The dinosaur Mario.
3: can't fly, but he he built a boat that flies. <laughs>
0: when he eats enough apples, he, he he shits out a moon. You understand?
3: Yeah. And I, there is a nostalgia factor because... Sonic Mania, which just came out, which is mm. a perfect honing of all the best parts of the classic 2D Sonic games, including Sonic CD, the best game
0: of yeah. all time, yeah. <laughs>
3: um, blew my mind. I, I have nothing but good things to say about Sonic Mania.
0: Okay, so I have some questions for you. So where do you rank this on, on in Mario games? Where does it rank for you? Name games that are better than you, than this.
3: In the Mario verse. Yes. In the Mario verse. Um, I ca- I want to load a list because there's all the weird ones that I'll forget, like Doctor Mario. And no, well, I think just, just, just okay, Mario. Okay, so we're not counting Cart yeah. because no, no, is no also- we can't. Okay, do that, yeah. I'm like that would be tough. He's yeah. in Smash Brothers, no, which can't is fucking up there. Yeah, it is. Um, but you're talking classic Mario games. Yeah, I'd probably put it third. Beneath. Beneath. Uh, Super Mario World for SNES Mm -hmm. as number one and 64 as number two.
0: What about three?
3: And I would actually say that Odyssey is a better version of 64. I agree, it's better. But you had like 30 years to make it better. Uh, 64 was such a fucking innovation at the time. I I judge things that way. So I give the team that came up with Mario 64 all the credit in the world for like, holy fuck, we're going to create the genre of 3D platforming. Um, And then Mario Odyssey is like, yeah, and then with much better technology, many years later, you made an even more honed version. That's it's super fine. fun. Yeah. It's super fun and expansive. but you don't get the same credit as the people no. who like brought us from the 2D
0: world to the 3D world. Uh, super Mario 64 is an experience that I will never have again. It's yeah. like you know how Roger Ebert has that saying. Maybe I,
3: the first time I, you try VR might be. Maybe yeah. yeah.
0: You know how Roger Ebert has that 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 uh, saying where he envies the person who watches the Third Man for the first time. Because you mm-hmm. love that movie and it's like a one time watch kind of movie. That's how I feel about Super Mario Sixty Four. Dark where, City for me. Yeah. Where <laughs> it's like it's like you can never jump to a third like jump to three D like that and have that much freedom with a character you already care about. Like when will that ever happen? And the world again? feels so vast. Yeah. 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 And and just like also I would say Mario Sixty Four the story was streamlined enough that it felt a little more emotional than any of the other Marios did to me? It felt
3: more emotional to me, and I chalk it up solely to the score. It had a bizarrely melancholy score, which is one of the things
0: I loved about 64. But also, you show up to the castle and find out some chicanery's gone on. Oh, and and it's just a ghost town, which gives it that kind of feel, too. Yes, so there's a little bit more, like... Ooh, what the fuck happened here? But you then know? as
3: far as the as number one goes, I would give it to Super Mario World just because 100%. I don't care about Nintendo's plot or world as I've made abundantly clear. So if it does just boil down to fun, Super Mario World, maybe because I came from liking Sonic games better yeah. and it's the last 2D one, Super Mario World is just like video game crack. Like it's just it's so fun good. from beginning to end yeah. and never not fun to play. Also, ever. I think it's the last time... And the score is so peppy and catchy. Like...
0: It's super fun. Yeah,
3: Super Mario World Score deserves all the credit in the world for like the success of the franchise, I think, in some ways. That theme is fucking incredibly dense and well composed. I think also the main dun dun It's
0: so good. <laughs> the cape uh was one of the better power-ups that Mario ever got. Cause like that's the thing I would say is is a mild disappointment to me about Odyssey, is that you don't really power up. Like the power-up version is oh, I take over the body of this thing. And that's cool, and it works.
3: Especially because there's so many. It's cool how when you take over something, you're like, okay, now I have to figure out the three basic things this thing does. But that's the thing. thing. It's not
0: Mario plus hammers. It's just the hammers. Although that was a bad example
3: you picked because... That's the one th- when you take over Hammer Brothers, Mario starts throwing hammers. Yeah. But but yeah, like when you take over a Fireball, you don't get it's not Mega Man. You don't get Fireball right.
0: power. Exactly. You
3: have to figure out what a Fireball can and can't do. Right. And that's
0: fun. And and like there's again, there's, it's totally puzzle based. Yeah, it it, it is just puzzled. gets
3: at the heart of like, oh, this squid thing can shoot up twenty feet in the air. I bet there's a bunch of moons I can get by doing that in various places. That's all. Yeah. It opens up new. It's basically a game where you
0: solve puzzles through different modes of locomotion. That's all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's That's right. right. But there's something really (laughs) satisfying about being a fireball and getting launched in a cannon, or being a rocket, or you know, like just all the different things they let you do. All of them are fun.
3: It took me a long time to figure out how exactly the crawlies worked. Which crawlies? You know, like you extend, latch onto something, then when you let go, it sucks you in again. In Secret Kingdom or Hidden Kingdom, oh the oh the uh, you just referenced them, the wigglers. I was it was quite a cool experience too figure out conceptually because you're like I don't understand like I press the button it doesn't move the way I want it can extend but then it just retracts right and then you're like oh I see how it works I immediately think of four moons I know I can get now exactly because I saw them and I know that that would work in this case I also <laughs>
0: feel like I owe you an apology for not understanding what you meant until you said wiggler as though Mario characters are that memorable that right. I need the names what
3: I called them like yeah squirmy extended you know, that like, extens- what do you mean I don't know what that is oh <laughs> <Yeah>. wiggler
0: oh <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Use the lexicon, man. Be a, Be a fucking adult. Professional, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about if we have thoughts on how it's affecting or being affected by or its place in uh, art and culture and the yes. current dialogue. Uh, my main takeaway, as I've said, is I think Nintendo has entered a new phase where they make games that are based on spatial reasoning puzzles uh-huh. exclusively and they repackage them as all of their big franchise characters. i think
0: i think it's weird it's gonna be weird for nintendo to make an ip that isn't uh, a direct reference to a whole canon it has before you know what i mean i think that's why they're kind of settling into the puzzle thing there's not that many franchises that are even trying to do puzzles anymore there's i mean there's some like uncharted and others and maybe they don't want to
3: go the way of sega and overextend and die out you know
0: maybe i i never get the impression
3: that they're idiots i get the impression that they do all this stuff intentionally for strategic reasons i don't like hmm that's all like i i disagree with the swings i take they take i guess i'm like that totally makes sense from a strategic perspective artistically it's not as interesting
0: i don't know that there's gonna i can't imagine what they could do with Mario to push it forward to be a, a new moment of pop culture relevance. Let him I don't speak know
3: dialogue, is. full lines of dialogue, and have a character and a point of view.
0: Don't they have like RPGs and stuff where you can do that? Yeah,
3: and Mario RPGs. Arguably the best Mario game ever, hands down. I completely forgot. That's number one.
0: (laughs) But it probably still wouldn't count
3: because it's, but like Mario RPG is by far my favorite Mario game, actually. Yeah. If you're asking. I mean, it's probably tied with Smash Brothers
0: Melee, but they really are slowly eroding any believable motives for Mario to be doing what he's doing in this series.
3: All major Nintendo characters are allowed to speak less and less. It's bizarre. They're becoming like the icon of Link is too important to fuck with because it's your childhood and we know that and that's what we make money off of. So we're just going to show you Link. He's not going to say anything because what if the voice didn't sound like you imagined or he says the wrong thing. Right. We know you like the green tunic and the horse and the sword.
0: There it is. Please buy it. Like, don't. You're going to (laughs) like this. Also, here's Amiibo. I don't know if you're aware of Amiibo. Buy these because they look just like the toys you like. Have you seen Amiibo?
3: Amiibo, yeah. Uh, The one thing that got me close to getting into Amiibo was Odyssey because I'm like, yeah, I bet it's really awesomely built out in Odyssey.
0: I bet it is. I mean, I'm never going to do it because I can't. I'm just I'm too, not, old. I'm too old for it. I'm that too shit.
3: old to start yeah. a new. I mean, I play Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons. Right. But that's grandfathered in from my childhood. I couldn't, like, at age 32 be like, you know, I'm going to start doing Warhammer. I'm yeah. going to just start now at age 32. Yeah.
0: That's fair. I don't know. I, I, You're asking, I'm still thinking about your question of, like, how does this matter pop culturally? To me, The best thing about this game and this year in gaming, which I would call a sort of a retrospective year, you know, like I can only think of one major IP that was released this year and it was Horizon Zero Dawn and then everything else was sort of a commentary on a very big series like Resident Evil 7 and Destiny 2 and, you know, Mario and Zelda and all these other games. I would say this was my favorite of the self-aware retrospective games, you know, like my favorite for that quality. You know, because it was unashamed of it, and it was, we're just going to ramp fun up to 10. And, like, I'm okay with that. I don't think Mario has, I don't see new narratives for Mario to tell that I'm interested in. Do you? I see Mario as a blank everyman
3: character, which means, yes, an infinite number of, in- as interesting as you can imagine. Because he can go in any direction and do anything. I like So can Master
0: Chief, but I don't care about Halo anymore. Do you? Like...
3: I really liked the story behind Halo. I got really obsessed with it and went online and read all the extended like explanation, just like the destiny world, which we'll talk about. I'm sure. Uh, Yeah. I get a lot out of the extended world building. I am the kind of guy who didn't want to just see star Wars. I want to know Boba Fett is in slave one and slave one has these quarters and it Mm -hmm. works this way. Like I, yeah, I like stuff that, is cool i don't know how well, else
0: to say it. i hear let me phrase this mario is
3: just fun there's nothing there's no content
0: i agree with that l- l- let me ask you paddle ball question.
3: is fun but i don't know how to review it beyond saying like you know <laughs> it is what it is it's a ball attached to a paddle i
0: mean mario is the is one of the core pillars of video games like it's it mario is the house that built video games like that's you know, like there's Pac-Man, Amongst there's, Tetris, Pac-Man, yeah, yeah, but it's, Mario's like a prime game, you know, like yes. it's that's what it is. Okay, so let me ask you this question: If you were to hear tomorrow that they were rebooting uh, the Warner Brothers cartoons again, they're going to do it again, some new version of it, is there any way that that excites you?
3: Uh, discre- because that's also a big umbrella that's changed over uh-huh. the years. Are you talking like? We're getting back Animaniacs and Tiny Toon Adventures. No, no, I mean you're Bugs about, Bunny. We're getting new Bugs Bunnies yes. and yes,
0: yeah. yeah. Personally,
3: because I'm a huge fan of animation. Yeah,
0: I think that I see, and I think there's only one of two ways a project like that can go. I would
3: expect it probably to be bad and disappointing. But if it came out good, I'd be really excited.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would expect it to be bad and disappointing too. But to me, there's only one or two ways that that project can go. Either they try to make it new and different, like they try to expand it. And they risk alienating the people that loved it in the first place, or they embrace its place in history and like what it is, and try to stay true to that, and therefore risk the idea of it not being cool or hip or relevant. Mario is definitely in the second category. And 100%. I
3: bemoan the fact that I think in film and TV as well, yeah, uh, for budgetary reasons primarily, mm-hmm. and the way our viewing habits have changed, uh, you're never going to get. Something like the Beatles where everyone in the world is like one audience and there's just one thing to listen to. Right. right the monoculture.
0: Now. Right. Yeah.
3: Um, so many things can be so popular and that's great because it means there's a lot more art out there reaching different people that it really responds to. But at the same time, we're so niche oriented now uh big budget things and things that are amazing will always take a lot of money to make and be super safe and someone's job will be to make sure the money is not wasted right and they will always go with option two so option two is now the only option people take and i liked when the ecosystem of narrative did have a handful of option one sure there were a lot of people who thought i don't care i want to take a big ballsy swing and do some experimental shit to see if it makes a splash. I know it's a bigger risk, but the reward could be huge. And I like that environment. I think it will come back because you can also make a ton of money by standing out. Yeah. So once we become even more than we are now, everything's just Marvel movies that are perfectly made, but don't vary in tone. Someone will come out with something that I can't predict that's totally against that grain and get a huge hit. And it'll be like, oh, now we're back to Chris Nolan. Everything's real and gritty now for a while.
0: I I would be really fascinated in a, a new IP from Nintendo. Like, what that would be. From you scratch, know? yes. Yeah, that would be super interesting because, to me, like, this Mario game is better than any Marvel movie I've ever seen. They could do more with Bomberman. Yeah, but I don't see... Like, fine, and maybe people care about that. I think that they understand that they have three major franchises they have Mar- metroid and mario and zelda oh, those yeah. are their three major franchises
3: metroid always sells well but i'd still say it's like the tier below 100%. Like, yeah mario and zelda are slightly but
0: they've announced that a new metroid prime is coming out and we all know we're gonna I bet buy it's dope. it i bet yeah. it's great i don't know if Nintendo wants to matter in 40 years, probably, like by the time I'm a very old man I'm or sure dead, they're
3: thinking that far
0: ahead, at least. You'd hope. Yeah. Then they need something that isn't just nostalgia to a very specific year and place. You know what I mean? Like 1980s America, which is what Mario's about, uh, is rapidly fading. And so Mario's relevance, I think, without sort of being displaced to something new, is going to be harder. But don't you think
3: there are kids today who will now be nostalgic for Mario from Mario Odyssey?
0: I would hope so, but I think that, I mean, I don't know what it means to be nostalgic for a thing that's already backwards looking, you know what I mean? Or at least I can't think of an example of that. Well, it's
3: crazy because we're clearly in a postmodern society, at least, and we might be entering a phase beyond that, and I don't even know what that looks like, Right. where you, like, the next generation grows up primarily ingesting things that are in reference to things right. from 80 years ago right. like that's nuts
0: like I wouldn't yeah I, I wouldn't want to watch Chinatown for the nostalgia for the 40s you know what I mean like like that kind of appeal that doesn't interest me you right know, like, or you
3: watch uh, I just watched the Futurama episode and I hope people are watching Futurama in 30-40 years because it's fucking great right but I can't imagine that when they cut to Fry's room and he's watching TV and you can't see what's on the TV but the Sanford and Son theme plays right. and that's the joke right I can't imagine anyone on the face of the earth will know what's going on.
0: Yeah. In this 40 like a, years. Or seven, what could this be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they for do sure. a whole
3: episode that's an Ally McBeal parody, and you're like, I haven't thought about Ally McBeal <laughs> in years. That's not even that's not female female for me. Yeah. Single <laughs> yeah. um,
0: Okay, so I wanted to ask you a couple of joke questions, if you don't mind me moving on.
3: Oh, yeah. We also, uh, I do think in this podcast, we'll dig into crazy uh, plot holes, conspiracy theories, and you know things that are like funny observations. yeah this one's not as open to them, but it sounds like you got some. I got a
0: few. yeah. Uh, what the hell's going on with Bowser's kids? What are we to infer now about Bowser's kids? So you meant you reference Super Mario World, right? Super Mario World if and if for those of you that have played that game and it's a wonderful game, uh, each each world is sort of marshalled by one of Bowser's eight children. Right, and right? I
3: assume that's like the classic days when you had kids to help you work the farm. He needs yes. more lieutenants, so he had some more kids.
0: Right, Ludwig is one of them. I can't remember all their names.
3: Follow-up question, and I know we'll do your qu- I don't want an answer, Yeah, I just want this in your mind. Yeah. With whom did he produce Oh, 100%. Kids? That's okay, exactly where okay, we're going. Okay, okay,
0: okay, That's exactly where we're going. <laughs> so, like, that's the question. So, he hires out these rabbit goons for Mario Odyssey called the Brutals, or whatever their fucking and, name and is. And what's
3: crazy is... Another game I do recommend if you like this type of game Mario Kingdoms just came out, which is mm-hmm. basically Xcom meets Mario World and Xcom's better because it has a plot but that's a topic for another that's a broken record for another day. Um, it's the whole point is that it has all the raving rabbits in it. Yes. Now, in the very next Mario game, they're introducing generic, unrelated, rabbit-based characters. I thought that was weird. As antagonists, but not using the rabbits.
0: I thought it was... Well, I think because then then they would overlap with an existing IP, right? The, but
3: they just did Mario Kingdom, so there's yes. obviously a deal between Ubisoft and Nintendo.
0: I don't understand My
3: it. guess is something fell through, and maybe they already were planning to use the rabbits, and, and then they I just thought, made them generic well, rabbits? Well, I thought Odyssey... Brutals.
0: The Brutals. I, it, I I really did not care for... Darth them. Brutal. Yeah, I didn't care for those those villains. Although I did think that in their last incarnation on the dark side of the moon, they were very challenging. Yeah. They were fun. Um, I think this is what happened. So to me, these game designers were all people who loved Super Mario 64. That's, that's who made this game. They're like, Mario 64 is the perfect Mario. We're going to go back in time and beat it and they got really obsessed with that fucking rabbit that you chase around downstairs oh, in that the one's basement. Oh, that's terrible, yeah. Well, you have to do that in Mario 64 like it's one of the hidden stars, right? Yes.
3: And so in Odyssey you have to do it like 12 times. You have to do it
0: so many times. Uh and I feel like they were just like what if that guy was like a really major character? You know, what I mean, like what if like, you know, like let's explore all the sides of this rabbit that was lurking in the basement. You
3: think That's where the rabbits came. The where the fuck else from? are they coming from? You know? I don't know. Just like where the fuck does Italian plumber come from? And I know that sure. it, it actually comes from, which is great. Yeah. That back when they were making Donkey Kong, there was so little detail in the coloring with pixels. The easiest way to make a human where you can tell like those are the arms, that's the pants, was overalls because it separates the shoulders and the arms and a mustache and a hat because it outlines the nose right so it's actually just for an art reason they were like an italian dude with a mustache and overalls is literally what we're able to draw with the 16 pixels we have throw it into donkey kong now mario is like now we're slavishly like where's the head didn't they call, him hat. Man? They
0: call him jump he's man they called him jump he's been trash
3: man he's been jump man
0: they reference jump man in the song that the original song that pauline is sings at you in the metro kingdom yeah they reference that they reference jump man uh, okay. and it's fun so I'm not done with this point about the fucking kids. So, like, so Bowser gets obsessed and hires this this crew of rabbit goons. What is going on with these children? Like, he, we know he has at least ten children. We know the last time we saw one of his kids was Bowser Jr. during Super Mario Sunshine, who he was trying to convince it was... It depends
3: how you count it, because Bowser Jr. is also the antagonist
0: in Mario Kingdoms, which just came out of... What, Six months that. ago. That's interesting. Yeah, Bowser's not there. It's Bowser Junior. Ooh, that's interesting. So Bowser Junior is told in Super Mario Sunshine, and this leads to your question that his mother is Peach, and she does not deny that. That's she just insane. seems confused by it. She's like, oh! Like, like that's how it's. Re- it's like an anime character, right? Just, right. Oh! Like that's Her the nose reaction. bleeds suddenly. <laughs> right? Her eyes turn into semi moons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand uh, what what is going on. Like, behind the scenes with Bowser's family. Can anybody answer that for me? I feel like,
3: as a dinosaur man, egg laying is involved. So, <laughs> the way, what immediately jumped to mind, because Peach seems unaware but doesn't deny it, is maybe there was some kind of ovum harvesting sure. situation. And he got, you know, a dozen eggs out of, out of her body, out of Peach. Oh, and this he's, is really dark. And he's been fertilizing them over time whenever he needs a new <laughs> Is she like a turtle? Lieutenant.
0: Is she like laying turtle eggs?
3: Well, Is I th- that what's happening? Turtles, I think turtles have sex. Because, yeah, there's all those YouTube... I thought they had leather eggs and stuff. But there's, you know? they do lay eggs. But yeah. there are YouTube videos of turtles fucking, because it's hilarious. They climb on top of each other and they go, eh. <laughs> I think we're
0: I think we're entering.
3: But fish will lay eggs, and then the male will come and just spray jizz on the pile, and yeah. now it's eggs.
0: I think we're entering nearly certain territory where Peach and Bowser are definitely in a relationship behind the scenes. Okay, and they're putting on this play for Mario. I see. That's what I because like I don't know how else this it's works. So stupid.
3: See, this is my thing about the brutal boss fights. Right. This says everything about this game to me. Every single boss fight, I was like. What am I doing? What is this? Yeah. What am I doing? Um, what am I doing? What's the challenge? Oh, it's really clever. I have to like jump to avoid this and get on that and hit him that way. I get it. Yeah. That's cool. So fun. What am I doing conceptually? A rabbit is throwing a top hat with spikes on it at me. <laughs> and I, as a plumber, need to like bounce on the flower on yeah. his head so that I can plant the seed. and the, It's so fucking stupid. A rabbit
0: is wearing 15 hats. Like yeah. Not yeah. he's wearing 15 and of these hats. And you're supposed to be threatened. You're like, ah, oh, that's a lot of hats like, on God that rabbit. <laughs> this will be Mario's greatest challenge ever. <laughs> he's braved many lava pits and yeah. swum the depths of the ocean. Yeah. But these rabbit hats are going to be <laughs> <Yeah>. his undoing. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah. I just think that once you've created the existence of all of these characters that are canonical. It's weird to decide which ones to bring back and not bring Bowser's kids back. And you know what I mean? Like that's weird. Yes. Because they brought back the football turtles from yep. from Super turtles, Mario World. Yep. They're in there. They brought back Wigglers. You know, Koopa has like a
3: But and they added they added new random nonsense. They did I didn't yeah.
0: I cared for those creatures less than the But you said you like the Metro
3: ones. people who I would consider
0: a yeah. new type of Mario creature. I like them I thought their their representation of their voices was utterly nonsense. Well, I don't remember. Oh Can you dude, imitate? it it sounds like it blah, sounds blah, blah, like blah, 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 blah. the way people think Led Zeppelin's music was inspired by Satan only backwards. Oh, that's I what see. it sounds like. It's <laughs> just like hey, <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. It doesn't it feels very strange to hear a human being not have the right not have language come out of their mouth. Also, my god, in this
3: day and age, you can't pay voice actors and have a spoken soundtrack. Right.
0: And you're Mario? I
3: understand you're trying to ship internationally. Yeah. But you can record multiple. Like Final Fantasy 15 has a fully acted out soundtrack from beginning to end, every yeah. line that's said with hundreds of thousands of lines of dialogue, and in Japan, they did it again with all Japanese actors. It's crazy to me that I feel like it's that Pixar mentality where they're like, well, Mario has to play internationally so he can't talk or have any characteristics because people all over the world are different, but they all have to play Mario. Mario is Coke. Mario is Christ. Mario (laughs) is Coke. I'm with you on that.
0: So what was your favorite moment in the game? Ooh. Like just single moment that stands out for you.
3: It's absolutely the first time I realized that there were going to be recurring bits where you replay the 2D Man, okay. I think at the end of the day, I like 2D strides scrolling better than 3D platforming, period.
0: I like yeah. almost every time. That's a valid point of view. Ex- Jack and Daxter is the lone anomaly. I mean, I will never... I'll never love a game as much as I loved Super Mario 64. That'll never happen. Because that, I, that also, game was yeah. just like, oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I agree, but since then, very few games are able to even match how good that one was. No, because of the leap forward. I This game... Did as good as you can do to me. I don't know how to make it better other than like get rid of those stupid rabbits, bring Bowser's kids back, uh, make put the turtles, put the Koopa Troopas back in the game. Where the hell they totally. go? Totally. But it was funny you know? that
3: my f- action, my favorite part, it was I got a thrill every time it reverted to 2D. Yeah. And I was just playing something that I could play on my Game Boy. Yeah. Like, sure. Sure. The best part of Mario Odyssey was Mario One. <laughs>
0: For me, that's legit. I mean, so you must have liked the Metro Kingdom stuff the best, thing, because they have, I would argue, the best 2D parts.
3: Yes. Also, at Peach's Castle, there's some good ones where yeah. you're like around the outside of something and you very cleverly transition to a different surface. I liked that.
0: The first time I walked into Peach's Castle was one of my favorite moments this year. Yes, because, yeah, because it's, pretty. it's not even that, <laughs> it's that you walk in and the music from Mario 64 hits. Yeah. Of that castle, that insane fucking music that they had. And that's, you're like, that's Oh, all they do
3: dude. Breath of the wild. You reach Shannon sure. and they reward you with the classic sure. theme. It's so transparent. I
0: agree. It's transparent, but like, I don't like the Marvel movies out of principle. So this is where I get to indulge in my sweet sure. nostalgia. It's right here. You know, like, uh,
3: and I, as usual, am bringing principle and class <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah. We're really
0: yin and yang in that way. That's right. I'm <laughs> I'm the lowbrow. Well, you're uh, the opposite of dirt huckster. class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, okay, so that was your favorite moment of the game. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I, you know, walk the first time I heard that music from '64. Really. Oh, hit right, me right, right. The nostalgia, That's track. A, the nostalgia button. Uh, but I would say, just level wise, I really like the sand one.
3: Okay, because you were texting me about Metro. Originally. Metro
0: was the one I was worried about the most, and when it turned out to be fun, sure. I was like, oh, this is great. But the Sand Kingdom is, to me, like a, it's a classic Mario environment, and it was better this time than it's been any other place. That was
3: definitely my favorite kingdom in 64. Yeah, like yeah. The, the but inside it was Egyptian, of the pyramid. And
0: this time they were like, what if we go with like more of a uh well there's those easter
3: island heads with the sunglasses in that level i love that yeah Yeah. those guys are are they a reference i don't recall them from any previous Mario either so i like that they also invented some new nonsense yeah like that's my point is if your shtick is nonsense don't be scared to add more nonsense we're not going to be like there's goombas and these stone guys with sunglasses that's not true to mario (laughs) i like like, the dia de los muertos characters those guys are great yeah Adding the T Rex was great, but T-Rex everyone screen. knew that from the moment they yeah. saw the E three trailer. They're yeah. like, "Whoa, that'll be
0: fun!" <laughs> yeah, the Goombas had a fun thing that you always do with the Goombas.
3: I did love how they executed growing plants and climbing the stalks up into the clouds. Yeah,
0: in a three D way. That was cool.
3: Yeah. All right, so let's throw all of that together in the blender and uh, move on to our final checkpoint. I'll probably place a sound effect, so it'll be redundant that I made a sound
0: effect. I think you should just make that sound effect you made with your mouth into something insane. With filters and stuff? Yeah, just filters, yeah.
3: Um, So this is basically at the end of every episode, unfortunately, the hard drive on our console fills up. Right. And we get the warning that we can't release another episode until we've deleted something. So, we have to decide if this game gets saved or deleted. Yeah. Mario Odyssey. So, this is on your hard drive. It's let's, uh, we don't like it to be versus anything in particular.
0: I think, but yeah, save or delete. If this is like the eternal hard drive where you keep the best games ever, we're going to shoot it into space eventually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is save or delete. Uh, I mean, obviously, all of us are going to want to know how much fits on there. To me, this is a game you save. And I'll tell you why. Uh... I don't know how you do 3D platforming or Mario better than this. I don't know what that is. And Mario, for me, is a, a, a pillar of gaming and is one of the most fun times I've ever had. Childhood all the way through adulthood. And this game does it pretty much perfectly. So I don't know what else... I could ask for out of a Mario game. I know you have some objections, but I keep it.
3: No, I'm just saying you can ask more out of a game in general, Yes, but yeah, if you say, well, it's a Mario game, that's what it is. Then you're accepting them on their own terms. And I don't, yeah, I would still say save. Yeah. But speaking to the room on the hard drive issue by saying save Mario Odyssey, I feel like I'm backing myself into a corner as far as other Nintendo games, because in the current generation, my big gripe is they're all the same to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's Link or Mario; they're the same game essentially. And now that I've saved one representative of that, I don't feel beholden to save any others.
0: That's fair. <laughs> if I would, like,
3: Nintendo I'll... will be hard pressed to get another one by me now.
0: Well, you're su- you have a, you have such a Sega bias. I, so let me, let me. I don't
3: hate. I'm not anti Nintendo, though. I am super you're really hard Sega. on Sega.
0: You're really hard on it. But I'm going to be
3: hard on everything. That's fair. I really, I really think I will be. That's fair. I'm trying to hold video games up to the standard that I think they should be held up to, which is like film. It's just a medium. And so video games can and should be telling any number of different stories. It's like how for a while mainstream rap was largely only considered gangster rap and you have to rap about life on the street. Right. Now people are like, oh, rap is just rhyming words. And it, everything's exploded. I think gaming still doesn't realize how much it can do, and
0: well, some do. I think there's people the innovating. Last of Us. I don't think yeah, Last of Us is great. I think Naughty Dog knows what's up. <laughs> I I'll, I would say though that Naughty Dog has never made a game that approaches Mario in terms of being fun. Never, like not even close. It told way better stories. Jack Two is as fun to me. More two. fun actually. Okay, personally. Let me. If I'll, I'm gonna put a further quantification for this episode only, because this is the one that's gonna define this segment a little bit. So, like to me, when we say "keeper delete," that means we're shooting this into space for aliens to find or whatever. Uh, if I had to put this game in the top like 200 games of all time, easily, it easily goes in there. Like no problem. And you know? I'd
3: say it probably goes in there, but yeah. I won't guarantee it. All oh, for back. sure.
0: I, I might even go hundred. Like you I don't played know. Brutal Legends? years ago, right? I don't know. Old? Oh, that's the, that's the rock game. It's a 3D, right? Isn't that the one that has Jack, Blacks Jack in Blacks in it? Jack in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it it's briefly. It's Tim Schafer designed. Yes, briefly.
3: Oh, if you didn't get to the end, you don't not know what you're get, missing, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's a game that I would put up against Super Mario Odyssey and go, see, it's better in every aspect. It's more innovative. Brutal Legend is? Yeah. It's oh, more boy. innovative. The structure opens up in a way you did not see coming that blows your mind. And the story is there and really funny and played by actors who are good at their jobs. It's like, it really feels to me like if Mario Odyssey had the balls to have a story,
0: it would feel like Brutal Legend. <laughs> it's so and Brutal Legend's much better. You're being a real Koopa Troopa right now, man. <laughs> She's really shitting on this thing. I'm sliding there's my no, sunglasses <laughs> down.
3: Now I can see all those hidden bridges, motherfucker. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can't move fast, though. Well, I had a great time uh, yeah. playing this game and... Uh, a fine time arguing with you about it.
3: And I had a great time playing it and somehow still am shitting on it. So that's <laughs> yeah. where I'm at in life. That's good. We will see you guys next time on whatever the show was called. <laughs> <laughs> two man, the two man boat. We'll see you next time on the two man boat. <laughs> Bye. we complete.
1: And because Nature's Way sources from around the world and does a ton of comprehensive potency and quality testing in their state-of-the-art lab, you can be sure you're getting top-quality herbs. To learn more, visit naturesway.com.